0: Hello, you little pumpkin heads, and welcome to episode 38 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and honestly, before we go any further, I have to let y'all know what I did as I was typing my show notes. It's really not even the only like dumb thing I've done in the past 10 minutes, but uh, <laughs> I nearly sliced the fingertip or the tip of my finger off with a knife this weekend. It's not that bad, but it's got me all bandaged up. And when I was trying to type out these notes, instead of writing Hungry in Kentucky, I wrote Hunky in Kentucky. It made me laugh for like five straight minutes. I mean, I wish that we had a sister podcast called Hungry in Kentucky, or Hunky in Kentucky. We just talked about hunky men, but...
1: I was going to say, would it be a sister podcast a or brother a brother, brother podcast? podcast? Uh-huh. Yeah, I
0: thought about that after I said it, too.
2: Well, I would rather it be that than, than what um,
0: Haley Harmon <laughs> called us. <laughs> what, did she Wait a call minute, it? what did she call us? What did she call us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> horny in Kentucky. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, she did, didn't she? Have <laughs> to was, think about that. That's been a that while back. Was, yeah.
1: I was there when she did that. Yeah, I can't I even can believe you don't it.
0: remember it. Wow. See how much you pay attention. That's fine. Um, but anyway, I just thought that was funny. So, anywho, today I'm joined on remote at Eckert's Orchard in Versailles, Kentucky, with my lovely blogging partner Renee. How's it going, everybody? Good. And our fearless producer Carrie.
1: Hello. <laughs> I wasn't sure where I was going with that because I'm just I'm just glad my baby's okay. That's, oh, all, I'm, that's yes. all I'm gonna say about that. Yes, later
0: yeah. you can tell us how your harrowing Till with oh. your soundboard. I'm not sure I can talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, you you can try, and let's uh, see where was I? Okay, so hello to you guys. <laughs> it's already off to a great start. Good. So we'll start over apparently you guys are good thanks to megan from eckerts for having us out at your gorgeous orchard thank you for coming i can't wait to hear all about what you have to offer for us and I almost said uh or orchard by the way so we'll just air out all my flaws here <laughs> okay
1: see we've already gone off the rails i was trying to go off the rails with gbs yesterday and couldn't do it but this, show this is, is happen- it's already happening, happening. Yeah. 226 yeah. in and it's done
0: i don't know what's happening anymore <laughs> Um, but for real, though, before we go any further again, we do want to thank Katie and Kelsey, a.k.a. Yes. The Brewer's Daughters, for coming on with us last week. We had a really good time talking to them about craft beer and scary movies and all kinds of stuff. We're going to have to have them back on. I really enjoyed them.
1: That was fun. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it they fun. were really it was a cool. fun episode.
0: They were pretty cool. So go follow them on Instagram at The Brewer's Daughters. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of stuff in store for you today, but, uh, but first... If you work in the restaurant industry or have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryAndKY or send us an email at HungryAndKY at gmail.com. We can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls, too, if you're not local and you want to be on with us. Not Zoom. We talk about this every time. Not the zoom. zoom camera makes me look so old. It I can't handle
1: it. It makes me look terrible. It's, like it, it's awful.
0: I think it makes everybody look terrible. I don't know. Maybe I'm just very self conscious about my face. <laughs> we'll see. But it's we're not kind of us. Yeah, we're yeah. Skype girls over yeah. here. So that's all that we're offering: Skype and Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No Zoom here, except for that soundboard is Zoom, but. Yes. Speaking of your song, yes. tell us your harrowing tale.
1: Well, you know, we recorded uh, Bourbon and Bad Opinions on Sunday, and that show, if you've ever listened to it, is like, it's me herding cats, essentially. It literally is me herding yeah. four grown <laughs> male cats. And um, yeah, so we get done, and we're sitting there, and of course, we sit, we drink more bourbon after I hit stop. Uh, of course. I mean, yeah, it's I my house. Where am I going? I don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um Luckily, the board was turned off, and uh, somebody, CFO, decided to uh, talk, with, talk with his yeah. hands, and he tipped over the bottle, and it went on the board, and I freaked out.
0: <laughs> was his freak out just a mild... No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. It was a run, screaming, cursing from the room to grab towels, and yeah.
0: I like, imagine it, divorce proceedings are ongoing now.
1: Separate bedrooms may have been employed <laughs> that night. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's
0: fine. Well, as long as it's fine enough to do this show, that's all, right. all I care it's fine about. Fine enough
1: to do an hour and 26 of GBS yesterday, so it's good enough to do yes. whatever we yeah. do today.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's, that's really all that matters. Well, so.
1: and, and i got to explain to people. I mean, in my relationship with this board, you know, I, I we start with an iPad, then I moved to the H6, mm-hmm. then I got this, and this might not look it. But this is a slightly expensive piece of equipment. It <laughs> looks okay, expensive I'm to just me. gonna say it has a
2: bunch of flashing lights. Does have a bunch all of kinds flashing of lights? Buttons. Yeah.
1: So anyway, that's why you you if you had bought this piece of equipment with your own money mm-hmm. and somebody spilled something on it, you would be upset too.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, that would be we'd be at their funeral right now probably. Probably. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna <laughs> say about that. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad your board made it through relatively unscathed there,
2: and I'm glad you you two are still married.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for now, mm-hmm. for now. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> well, mm-hmm. this is a sentence I can't believe I was ever going to say. It's going to shock and awe you. Um, Renee and I both, not even together, separately and voluntarily, went to the Cheesecake Factory this weekend, and yes. I'm ashamed of
1: that. I'm actually, I'm, Sarah. I'm disappointed in you.
0: I didn't want to go there,
1: Renee. <laughs> I, I mean, you know I, what you're getting with me. I know what I know yeah. what I'm getting, <laughs> and eventually you're going to get willed the Cheesecake Factory menu that I have at my house. Um, But, Sarah, I'm so disappointed. And actually, I can't believe that you're still not there trying to pick what you want to eat.
0: I know, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, that's where my dear friend Tiffany wanted to go. And so, you know, I could always eat cheesecake. That's is really she, the only reason is, is is
1: Is she really a friend if she wants you to go to the Cheesecake Factory? Is that a friend?
0: Uh, It, it is, is a friend. Most of the time, no. But... <laughs> I guess so this time. I, I was in her wedding, so I guess we're friends, but... Does
1: Megan have an opinion on the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. No,
3: well, I'm out on the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs>
1: so
2: you're, no, you're a no-go on the I'm Cheesecake I'm a no-go too. on the Cheesecake Factory. Yes.
0: Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. I hate their menu. The only thing that has flavor on it is the Cuban sandwich. So that's the only thing that I'll order when I'm there. Every time I've ordered something else, it's just tasted like nothing. And it costs $25 for nothing. So, at least you can get cheesecake while you're there. I found a new favorite. I don't remember the name of it, but it has... It's really long. They Adam's something another. It has peanut butter and Reese, like, Reese cups and Butterfinger oh, and yeah. chocolate or something. I don't, hmm. Whatever. It was good. I had to be like, it's that Adam's one. You know which one I'm talking about? And they were like, <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Like, good, because I don't know what the rest of it's called, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> this we spent like a, a whole intro of an episode once ripping on the cheesecake factory oh my yeah well, they yeah. did i did uh-huh. yeah
2: yeah well just to
0: be fair one day you will now we'll talk you into it um <coughs> excuse me what else did you guys do this week sorry if i'm coughing or sound like i'm labored to breathe but i'm having an asthma problem <laughs> it's okay <so terrifying. laughs> we're gonna make it through hopefully <laughs> If I stop talking, just know I've done So
2: there's been a restaurant I've been wanting to, or a little bakery that I've been wanting to go to for a while and I kept putting it off. I follow this uh, group on Facebook called Madison County Foodies. And they're always posting about food trucks and all the, like local stuff that's going on in and, and so there's the bakery that keeps popping up called the Side Porch Cafe. And I was like, this place looks really good. But I look up the address, it's in Waco. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that sounds really far away. I'm not going. I was like, I'm going have to take a day off work. It'll be a while. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> and that's in Waco, so, Texas, right? It is in Waco, Texas, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I'm like, Friday, I said, I'm going. I'm going to figure out what this place is because people around keep going, so it can't be that far away. But I was like, we're going to do this. I put it in my GPS. Guess how far away this thing is from my house? Two feet Twelve minutes hmm. oh. Twelve minutes I, I was going to really? say Three hours Really And I was like I could have been This whole time And it was only Twelve <laughs> minutes From my house So I drive out there And they It's really rough Looking on the outside But on the inside It's really cute and they've got Brownies and cookies They had huge Cinnamon rolls mm. And they do milkshakes And they even have A little like Breakfast sandwiches And a few little Lunch sandwiches But the bakery Is basically their thing and it wasn't uber expensive and it's 12 minutes from my house so i'm definitely going to be back now that i know how close it is
1: well there you go yes and now you know i do
2: know
0: how far waco is from (laughs) From my house house. yes
1: i did nothing it just just to, to throw that out there
0: man i didn't really either Besides my uh, trip to the Cheesecake Factory, which is five minutes from my house. Yes. So it wasn't really much of a trek. Um, I have really bad allergies, and I went outside one time this week, and I'm I'm done for. <laughs> I'm probably never going to be the same ever again. Uh, I did just use that as an excuse to sit on the couch all weekend long and watch um, horror movies, of course, and um, British TV shows. Vendor- okay. If you guys know who Richard Aiowadi is.
1: Did you do you have Britbox?
0: Uh no, just been watching stuff on like YouTube. But Travel Man on Hulu would recommend. He goes with different like British celebrities and sometimes American people to to like different places in Europe for the weekend and shows you how you can like have a vacation for pretty cheap. Oh like, gee,
1: that's, vacation. that's 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 great right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. How how helpful. <laughs>
0: You can live vicariously through a super sarcastic comedian.
1: How super helpful is that show (laughs) right now?
0: He goes to um, Russia twice, at least, that I've seen. Oh, really? St. Petersburg and Moscow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Two very, very, very different juxtaposition cities.
0: I could gather that from the episodes. (laughs) Very much so. But... Would recommend. It's on Hulu. He also does Gadget Man. He just like uses that as an excuse to play with like super expensive gadgets. So it's really funny. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it seems like we're all pretty lame this week.
1: I mean, I did what I always do on Saturday, which drink beer and then drunk fl- tweet and football. then college football Twitter.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kentucky finally won. So yeah. that was nice. Yeah, yes. I did. Nice. Yeah. 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 So hopefully we keep that up. I'm not optimistic, but. <laughs> We'll see. Can't be too optimistic with this team. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Well, now it's time for America's third favorite segment, yep. uh, Renee's reports.
2: Yay! Okay. So.
1: Oh, I think just... I think I've decided on a theme song for this.
0: Really? Oh, we, I was just thinking we need
1: things. <laughs> I, I can do dun that. Dun
0: dun dun Okay. You should capture that and play yeah. it every time. Okay, so
2: I actually struggled a little bit trying to find some stuff for this week, but I did come up with a couple of things. So, on October 21st, Elijah Craig will be hosting a, hosting celebrity chef Richard Blaze for an old-fashioned cocktail hour benefiting the Restaurant Workers Community Foundation. The first 250 people to sign up will receive a free Elijah Craig home bar kit and for more information about this event and others that are going to be upcoming, you visit com. And I looked into it a little bit. The first 500, get Elijah Craig's socks. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted that for your, for your uh, collection, there's that. I like socks. Yeah. So... <laughs> And they're they're doing like in person, but they're also doing some like Facebook Live stuff too, so you hmm. can still kind of if you don't want to go, you can still get.
1: Yeah, in but it. What, what's the use of that if I can't taste Richard Blaze's food?
2: Uh, you would just have to take their word for it. Yeah, I know.
1: yeah, you know,
2: it's not as fun as being there. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be nearly as fun as being there. Um, he actually has a uh, podcast, it's called Food Court, mm-hmm. uh, where he plays, quote unquote, like a judge, and two people would come on and plead their case on something food mm-hmm. related. So one of them that I listened to was Girl Scout Cookies, so one yeah, person okay. came on and was yeah. talking about a Samoa, and the other was talking about thin mints, mm-hmm. and they pleaded their case, and then he, he being the judge,
1: So would essentially, decide. he stole the Food Fight cage match.
0: Good. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. It's a signature really segment
2: of ours yeah. Yeah. The food yeah. Yeah. Cage match. Uh, So next thing I've got On Friday, October 30th Boone Tavern in Berea will be hosting A Monsters, Murder And Manhattans dinner theater The price is $59 A person and it includes a four course Meal, a show All your taxes and gratuity is all included In that Re- their Reservations is, are required to attend And you visit com To uh, get involved in that
0: Cool. Yes. Oh, and I have a third event that I'm actually going to this evening, hopefully. all Everything goes according to plan. Um, it's at Tiki Java, which is a fun little tiki coffee bar inside of the Green Lantern in downtown Lexington. And they are doing, every Tuesday in October, they're showing a different horror movie on this, on a projector outside, and they're going to have... Themed cocktails for each movie. And the movie starts at 8, and you can get the cocktails from 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. So says they're going to have prizes and other secret stuff too. So hmm. drop by there if you're into horror movies and tiki drinks, <laughs> both of which I like. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Brett and I shall be there. Yeah. So yeah, now it's time for our interview with Megan. Yes. So.
1: I don't have any theme music for this dang it. sorry okay. i had to think of like something I was looking at her <laughs> it sorry Anton. sorry
2: yeah. okay <laughs> I um so we are here at eckert's orchard and we're talking to megan Hi. megan thank you for coming on and thank you for having us well thank
3: you for coming um,
2: so how long has eckert's been here
3: So Eckert's have owned this farm for four seasons now. So they purchased it in 2017. Prior to that, it was Boyd Orchards. And then prior to that, it was known as Kinsings.
2: Oh, wow. So we're into
3: the third owner um, on this farm.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here, what... Could people, or what should people expect if they've never been here before? Mm-hmm. What would people expect on their visit?
3: Well, if you visit this time of year, we are full fall. So yes. um, unfortunately, back in May, we were at full bloom with our apple crop when we had the frost. And so we did lose our entire apple crop along with everybody, every other grower in Kentucky because we were all in the same stage of growing. Um, So, typically, this time of year, we would have um, pick-your-own-apples and pick-your-own-pumpkins. But, currently, we're just offering pick-your-own-pumpkins this year. So, you can come out and pick-your-own-pumpkins. We obviously have a bakery full of good stuff, apple pies, Dutch apple pies. Yeah. We've got um, our apple cider donuts that are made daily. Um, Do you all
2: do all that here?
3: We do. We bake um, all of our pies and stuff fresh daily. The donuts are made here daily, as well. Um, Our caramel apples are made at our farm in Belleville, Illinois. So we are part of a large group. of family farms most of them are in southern illinois so that's been a blessing like this year just because we did lose our apple crop Mm -hmm. but they grow so many apples and peaches we lost our peach crop as well so they grow so many acres of apples and peaches out there same growing practices i've been i've seen where they're grown so they're as local as you can get you know as far as being able to know their practices and actually physically see where they're grown as they do ship those in so
2: uh, so you said you, you guys are like a family situation. How many uh-huh. farms are in the Acre So family? there's a
3: total of five. They okay. have one in St. Louis, um, one right outside of St. Louis, um, that you can actually see the arch standing in a part oh, of their that's farm. that's cool. Yeah, it's in Milstat. Um ma- The main farm is in Belleville, Illinois. These are all real close to the St. Louis area. Um, and then they have one in Grafton, Illinois, which is real close to the... Um, the
2: border the Missouri border as well have you been able to go out and see all of them I've seen all
3: of them but the Grafton farm it's a little further out yeah and so my time usually is real short when I get out there because we usually meet for a few hours and then I head back this direction so um, but yes I have seen all of their farms but the Grafton one very similar to the farm here Um, like I said growing practices are the very same Soil's just different here than it is in Illinois. Sure. So, um, but they ha- they grow the same things that we do here except that they grow vegetables out there at their farms. Oh, okay. And, and we get to reap the rewards of those as well. That's what we okay. have here in our store um in the summertime. So
2: Oh, that anyway. No, that's cool. Yeah. Um Are you guys open for visitors year-round, pretty much?
3: We are open. um, We generally open around Easter and do an Easter excitement event. And then we close back down and we open up right around the time strawberries ripen, which are usually the last week of April, the 1st of May. All that's weather, depending. Sure. Um, So we're open generally the end of April through the 1st of November. And we go through strawberry season, blackberries, peaches, apples, and pumpkins, which is the two seasons we're in now.
2: So oh, that's, yeah, no, that, it's really awesome. So on a non-COVID year, which I, we'll get to that, Yeah. Uh, what all activities, because this is basically Christmas time for you guys. It is, right? yes, that's so, right. So what all activities would a family be able to do to be able to come out and have a good time here at Acres?
3: Well, so we have been very blessed in the fact that we have been able to open. Because we are a farm, you know, we had the option to social distance. So we're able to spread things out a little more. So there's really not been much that we haven't been able to open. Um, we've modified our wagons for pick-your-own just so families, you know, can set apart and they have a partition between them and the next household.
2: Sure. Um,
3: we were not able to put our jump pad out. We've got a big, giant jack o jump pad, so that was not able to be put out this year, so we put something in its place. And then they wouldn't let us have a petting zoo. We could have animals that people could view, but not a petting zoo this year. So, okay. you know, that's a little different. It's not totally different, but it's a little different
2: than but normal. But normally, on we a non-COVID a, situation, mm-hmm. that would, would all be something. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: So, and then normally on... um fall weekends we do offer company picnics for those folks that you know have a large um, group that want to come out and they'll have a meal catered and then get to enjoy the farm but so far we've been able to have our haunted hay rides or pick your own like normal um people are just having to be a little more patient because we can't get as many people on the wagon and that kind of thing so
2: what all does the haunted hay rides
3: involve so haunted hay rides begin mid-september um we open for bonfire sites Um, so you a small group can rent a bonfire site it's 50 bucks for a bonfire site holds about 25 people Um, you can come in as early as four or five o'clock and go out and pick pumpkins and um, we close pick your own at five o'clock every day that's when the last wagon goes out And then um, if you purchase a ticket, a playground admission after 4 p.m., you don't have to have a bonfire site to do this. If you purchase a playground ticket for $9 after 4 p.m. on Friday or Saturday, it includes your Haunted Hayride ticket. Mm -hmm. They begin about 7.45, 8 o'clock, and it's a spooky thing. It's really for ages 5 to 12-year-olds. Some adults get really scared, too, but, you know, like I won't ride it because I'm not a big haunted guy <laughs> but the kids do a really good job. I, yeah. I have um, most of my staff in the fall time are high school students here at Woodford County, and so oh, um, they do a great job with the haunt or whatever. So um,
2: i say they probably have a good time doing Yeah, <laughs> they do.
3: They do. So every Friday and Saturday night starting mid-September, all the way through the end of the season we offer the haunted hay rides um they start about 7 45 8 o'clock and we run them till 9 45 tractors run about every 15 20 minutes so um it's a lot of fun i mean this is the third year we've done it it was a little apprehensive at first yeah. mm-hmm. but we've had, you a, had good turnout we've every had a time great response and every year you know our nighttime business grows more and more which i'm well, excited so. to see you know that families just get to come spend time together, yeah. you know, and do something totally different.
2: Get out of the house and yeah. get off the video mm-hmm. games, yes. right?
3: Yes, <laughs> and off their phones, and, you yes. know, that's just, that's why I love my job. I get to see families spend time together, and they're not at a movie, and they can talk, and, you know, I get to watch out my office window when I'm up here just families have a good time together and just i see dads and moms interact with their kids and it's so much fun
2: oh, well, so. that's awesome. so okay the bonfire thing mm-hmm. so you rent that how long do you get that for
3: so we light the fire around 7 p.m you okay. can come in as early as 6 to set up at your site you're welcome to bring your own food in roasting sticks marshmallows for s'mores that kind of thing um and you get it till 10 p.m we just ask that you okay. clean up and are out around tea. so i got
1: oh lord <laughs> you got so excited i got a question okay <laughs> i got I had a question about the bonfire that you know i feel like i have i have to ask this right i have to i have to What's the policy? And I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. But, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm looking out Uh-oh, for yeah. our listeners, uh-huh. okay? I'm looking out for What's well, the alcohol policy? No, alcohol on the farm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just, you know, our bonfires are located sure. on the playground. and you know, I had to ask. Yeah, I get that question asked a lot. <laughs> and we just have to, you know, we like to keep it family friendly.
1: That's sure. understandable. So, yeah, yeah,
3: it is. So it's hard yeah. to tell folks no, but um, that's just something that I feel like we need to keep just completely sure there. absolutely yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah yeah but the bonfire sites are fun and that continues to grow as well um you know we started out selling 10 sites the first year and we're up to having 25 and well, um, yeah and they'll run a special on them usually at some point during the season um, if you do run a bonfire site though everybody that is at your site has to pay the nine dollar admission fee but you know that nine dollar admission fee includes the corn maze the train ride um, all of our playground equipment, the big slide, the animals this year for viewing. We have some really cool pedal cart tractors that adults and kids can ride. we
2: have, That's a lot for $9. It is. Yeah. We
3: have pig races that go every two hours, and that's something adorable. Um, those run on weekends. Um, during the week, our admission price is 4 bucks for oh, wow. everybody. And that, yeah. Now, like the whizzer and, and the pig races, those things don't go on, but it does include the corn maze and what permanent structures we have out on the playground, and that does include your field admission as well to ride the wagon out to go pick pumpkins.
1: So is that just through October, or you all go all the way up to Thanksgiving?
3: We actually close. Our last festival weekend will be Halloween weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we're typically open the, the very first. First week in November, mm-hmm. on a very limited basis, we generally just have the store open. Okay,
1: I wondered, mm-hmm. we, you yeah. know, because because pumpkins and yeah. Thanksgiving farms and Thanksgiving, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. People oh, are, yeah. usually are like, you know, we've gotten our pumpkins, we're on to everybody goes on to Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. So,
2: oh yeah, yeah, and it seems like the Christmas keeps getting pulled pushed back further for like de- the decorations already. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you go in, you go into Hobby Lobby. Uh-huh. There, you got Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas yeah. all at the same well, time. Well, one of the
3: stations are playing Christmas music already, and I'm like, <laughs> oh Seriously, my God. What happened to us poor fall
0: people that love fall? Exactly, I love fall. It doesn't yeah. love me, but I love yeah. it today. I don't
1: know. I may have to get back on the make Thanksgiving great again campaign. Mm-hmm. Come come the end of this month. Yeah, yes. it was successful last year. It really was. I thought it, it was yeah. successful. Um, so I got I had a question. How did you get involved in Eckert Farms?
3: Well, I grew up 10 minutes from the farm myself. Um, My family farms here in Woodford County. And um, I came here when it was Kinzick's myself to pick apples as a kid. Um, And then when it was Boyd's, I um, came out here to be a fall cashier um, just to make some extra money. And then um, it grew into management. And then um, the Boyd family, when they sold they really were interested in me taking over as general farm manager and so I did because I'm the local connection here you know some Mm -hmm. folks do know me and um, so it was my dream to always go back to farming you know because I grew up farming and then I worked in Lexington for a long time and you know it's just kind of a dream come true to be able to farm and you know and I love what I do I love the guests that I've got my staff oh my goodness it's just I love what I do
1: so, that's awesome yeah yeah that's
0: really oh, we cool we appreciate you making these donuts oh you're so welcome
2: <laughs> they're they're so
0: good yeah yeah, yeah. speaking yeah. of these donuts yes. unless you have any more questions uh no
1: okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of these well donuts. actually no i, oh, I do have do you have a, a question i
2: do have another question uh, because killing you, my segue.
1: i know i'm sorry because you know how i do i just keep thinking a question after question after <laughs> no, question I'm glad you did. It's all good. um so have you ever 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 thought and sarah i can totally hear you drinking that um have you ever 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 thought about getting into the hard cider business
3: so they are considering that at our belleville location okay Uh all they have um a line of wines an eckert line of wines and so they do um they have considered getting into the hard cider business we also um, sell apples to Pivot Brewing okay. I'm here oh, okay. in, yeah. in Lexington, and um, so we do kind of... Hey, yeah, we're big fans of Pivot. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of yeah. got, got
1: a foot in there there. Yeah. <laughs> <they're toeing laughs> the line, so
3: they the um, So they buy apples from us for their hard cider. So All right. We do kind of dabble in it, but not, you know, ourselves. Right. So, um, but yes, they are considering a hard cider
0: hard cider line in Illinois.
1: Okay, so. cool. nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. I forgot that Pivot got some of their apples from here. Yeah. Uh, you guys should go to BBandEats.com and read our interview yeah. with them at Pivot Brewing. Yeah. So, yeah. Super nice folks. Oh, yeah. Love, yeah, love yeah. Them. yeah love we really folks. like going mm-hmm. there. Yeah.
1: Okay, now I'm done.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, now you're done with your <laughs> questions. Um, yeah, speaking of the cider donuts and what you could hear me drinking, uh, it's time for America's first favorite segment everybody tries mm-hmm. and this is where we bring in snacks to try and mm-hmm. we all go around the table and try them and talk about what we say what we think about them if we liked them or not so megan was kind enough to bring us cider donuts and cider slushies which we didn't know were a thing till we got here no and they're amazing <laughs> and i'm into it yes very that's del- what very you heard delicious. me drinking on the mic even though it was leaned very far back <laughs> Maybe your ears are just super sensitive.
1: I could hear it. We'll see if it comes through on on the recording. I hope it does.
0: <laughs> I hope it does too. Now that we it talked really about good it so much, if you're a sound to have in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never had either of these things before, and they're quite delicious. Well, thank, thank you. you. Well,
1: thank they are you. very good. Those donuts are really so. You make the donuts here
0: mm-hmm. every day.
1: Right? Oh wow. How many do you sell? Like, what's your...
3: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Too many to count. Yeah. I used to know the actual count of six packs we sell, but, I mean, I know over the weekend we sold at least 2,000 of the six packs. Of the six packs. Yeah. And that's just one weekend. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's it's an amazing number and...
2: (laughs) do people call and put orders in for them
3: sometimes they'll do that like if they have a special event we have a lot of folks call and want them for like wedding favors because they're a local product you know um or they'll send them to the brides for breakfast or whatever so we do we do have um, folks they have them at the amston coffee shop in versailles they'll come and get them and sell them in their coffee shop there in Brussels. they're
1: really good That's like cool. they're they're a dense donut but they're not super heavy right. mm-hmm. it's it, there's there's some air pockets uh-huh. going on there which yeah. is what you want so yeah. it's kind of a it's a thick donut, yeah. <laughs> donut i don't know i mean i don't know where i'm going it's, it's a cake donut for it, sure yeah
3: it's, yeah it's definitely cakey. it's a
1: cake but it's not too cakey heavy. because yeah. i have had cake donuts that are way over cakey and mm-hmm. if i wanted a piece of cake i'd eat a piece of cake right. yeah but i want a donut so no, they're very nicely cinnamon sugared, and uh, yeah, I know they're well, really you, good. They're, they're
0: very soft. You can into them. Um, s- they
2: have a really good aroma. It's like as soon as you take the lid off, like you you can smell them. They man. smell so. Good. They're
1: not bet, they're not super oily either mm, no. or anything. Right? Yeah,
0: I bet they'd be really good with coffee too. Oh yeah, they yeah. Are, I haven't. She was like. I know about this. My aunt,
3: um, she will come and get them at the end of the year and freeze them, and then she uses them in bread pudding. (gasps) Oh. Oh,
1: So they freeze pretty well then?
3: They freeze well. And, um, Put them in the oven for about 20 seconds, and they'll crisp right back up.
1: See, this is good information, yes. right? Yes. So, with the freezing, how long do they, they last? Do you know?
3: You know, two or three months. Two or three months, a couple of months. wouldn't go. go for a year. I mean, in the bread pudding, she could because, you know, she adds ingredients to it. Right. But just mm-hmm. to eat them, you know, they probably wouldn't be good after couple a couple months. months. Yeah. All right. Our cider will freeze as well if you purchase our just regular apple cider.
2: And you all make that here, too?
3: We don't make it here. We actually just put in a press at our Belleville farm. Okay. And so they just started pressing again there at Belleville. So those are all apples that were grown by Eckert's. And um, he has created his own special blend. And I have to say, out of all the years that I've worked here, this has been the best cider year um, it has tasted amazing so he's got a good blend going yeah it's really good it's not yeah. too
1: super over sweet but it's it's got a it's a really really good ba- balance of tart to sweet uh-huh. ratio yeah. which i think is what you want in a cider because sometimes yeah. you get them and they're just too overly sweet. sweet way too yeah, sweet right. and uh man you know what this though this slushy would be good with
2: bourbon bourbon <laughs> that up <Yeah. laughs> bourbon it up
0: I was waiting, I was waiting yeah. on it. <laughs> Yeah. Is there yeah. how, how many ty- different types of apples do you all grow? Oh, man. Yeah. That was kind of going to be my question, really? but oh, not the same. So, I've got a different one. I thought of a different one. We
3: so. currently grow um, 16 varieties here in Versailles. Okay. Um, we are planting a new orchard in the spring. Um, we're using a new technology. So I'm learning something totally new with growing apples. And um, we'll raise, I think there's five additional varieties that we don't raise currently so we'll raise about 20 different varieties here
2: oh well, oh, All well.
3: different colors tastes, you know <laughs> textures. do you have do you have
2: a favorite um
3: i love the pixie crunch which is something what? that we have down there now i've never heard of pixie crunch it, yeah it's an up-and-coming apple and then an ever crisp is probably my second favorite
2: oh, i'll be taking both of those home i love
3: um <laughs> we don't have any crimson crisp right now but that's another one that i like so I don't really dislike very many of them. They're all pretty good.
0: <laughs> apples are pretty tasty. Uh-huh. Everyone I've had. What kind of apples do you use to make the cider? Is there a specific it kind? It really
3: depends upon, um, like what you're drinking today has Jonathan and I think some Honeycrisp in it. Um, and it just depends on what varieties are ripe at the time. Cool.
1: So, I'd see that would make sense because that Jonathan's gonna give you that tart uh-huh. and the Honey Crisp is gonna balance yeah, it out sweet. with sweet because yeah. you don't want to use all Honey Crisp because then it's too sweet. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to use all Jonathan's because then it's too sour. Right. See, I know true. I know a little bit about apples, <laughs> yeah. I, a little, I got a little apple, well, apple know we knowledge.
0: In, I know we had an apple expert, <laughs> over. It's pretty cool because
3: you know, the later varieties, the darker the cider gets, and it's all just due to the variety of the apple that you use. So, yeah,
0: that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah.
3: we redesi- redesigned our cider this year, we're not doing it in gallon jugs anymore we're doing it in a beautiful like it almost looks like a wine box and it's a bo- box yeah fridge. and you just it's got the spout on it like a mm. bottle a box of wine and um that has gone over incredibly well, and and I've had a lot of folks tell me that they love it because they can put it in the fridge, and their kids can pour their own instead of trying to balance a jug. So, sure.
1: Well, that's very yeah. cool. I would have yeah. never thought about that. Or you could just stick a giant straw in it and you just can. drink it, right?
3: That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it well, freezes, you too. You can freeze it for oh, up really? to a year. Um, the way we're doing it now, um, the pasteurization, it lasts up to six months, um, it's shelf stable for up to six months if you don't put it in the refrigerator or open it. And then if you open it, it'll last about 30
0: days in the refrigerator. Okay.
3: So, yep. so
1: again, this is good things yes. to know. Yes. Oh, this is yeah. awesome. Very good things to, very,
0: to know. I'm feeling very educated right now. Yes. This is what we needed. <laughs> well, good. Yes. 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 This is great. All right. Well, speaking of nice fall drinks, mm-hmm. let's move right on to this week's podcast question. So... Every Friday before we record an episode, we put out a podcast question, Uh and it's usually themed about the show or whatever that we're going to do. And this week, since we're visiting an orchard, it only seemed fitting that we would gear this week's podcast question towards this fun autumn activity. And what's more festive for fall than a warm drink or a cold drink? It could be either. We racked our brain, our minds for how to pose this question without repeating ourselves from previous weeks because I was having that problem. Right. And then it hit me. Let's make a meme. Love to make memes. Love memes. <laughs> so I worked my little fingies to the bone, literally. Look, this one's still bandaged. <laughs> a little stone. And I made a drink meme with the following question. You have to drink one of the following for the rest of the season. Which one are you picking? Not multiples, just one. And the choices are pumpkin spice latte, hot toddy, apple cider, or chai latte. So let's go around the table, Carrie. Which one would you pick?
1: So since you said I could bourbon up the cider, bourbon it up. <laughs> this seems drink, to be a stipulation for a lot to. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I was gonna say the hot toddy, but since I'm allowed to put bourbon in the cider, cider all day long, all day.
0: Renee, cider. Megan, close, cider. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> if you said something besides cider, I would be a little bit shocked. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna break from the mold, and mine's chai latte. I love you a chai do. latte. You do,
1: you yeah. do. I will say, you do yeah. love a chai I've latte. I've had
0: one two days in a row now. There may be one in my car right now. <laughs> well, there is. But all right. So on Facebook, I got a lot of questions all over the place, or a lot of answers for this everywhere. So thank you, everybody. Um, Desiree said, "Soy chai tea latte for the win." Elena said, "Hot solder with peach brandy." And I'm assuming this is apple cider. No one else you would put peach brandy in. But Beth said apple cider. Danielle said hot toddy. Jeff said beer. Mm-hmm. He always <laughs> says beer. Well,
1: you know what, Jeff? I bet it's pumpkin beer, too.
0: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so bougie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Darlene said chai latte all day, every day. And I agree a good thing she's my sister-in-law it's like we're the same
2: (laughs) it's like you're the same person
0: um Megan H said chai latte Katie said apple cider I said what I said (laughs) she must have thought it was controversial (laughs) um cinnamon said apple cider Tiffany said apple cider Caitlin said chai and Brian said chai man it's really like between apple cider and chai so far Mm -hmm. I mean nobody likes pumpkin spice latte and that's I won't judge them for it. I like that, too. <laughs> Whatever. I'm so basic. <laughs> um, on Instagram, at astotter70 said apple cider. At denning1 said, of course, a hot toddy. At here's our first 40, hot toddy. And here's our first PSL. At elutes44 said PSL FTW. That's a lot of letters. <laughs> at r 9 apple cider with bourbon. Of course. At Sass and the Bluegrass, uh, chai latte, Starbucks because it's full of sugar. Would agree. Uh, That's right. At Austin underscore Shelton 94, aw. hot toddy. At Sissy cooks it up, apple cider. At Lex Food Guide, apple cider, and at the Brewers' daughters said hot toddy with all the bourbon. And then on Twitter, I just ran it as a poll. People like to do polls. I'm seeing, but. Um, P.S.L got 15 percent hot toddy, 31 percent apple cider, 38 percent, and chai latte 16 percent. And at Cecilia, Ky said salted caramel vodka is yummy with cider. Hey, see, I'm gonna have
1: to. I'm gonna have to hook that up. I'm gonna have to try it.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I'm not into it. Are
1: you not vodka? Uh, no.
0: no. Uh, not flavored vodkas. Oh, s- if it, now, if it's tequila, depends. if
1: it was tequila, I would be like, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> it depends on what it is. Oh, that flavored vodka we had in that drink at, at at Epping's, that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever flavored vodka. Whatever was. that was called. Orange something. Orange or something, yeah. Yeah, I've already forgotten. At Ivy, 1978 I can only have a few glasses of cider. That's fine. You don't have to have that
1: much. <laughs> you don't have to have a <laughs> I mean, you can have one or you can, have, you can have however much you want, James. Yeah, That's fine.
0: Absolutely. And at McFowey, said hot cider with bourbon is the best winter drink. So it seems like everybody's well, on the cider train. James needs trend. to
2: try a
0: cider slush he sure does right. he needs to get down here to yes. eckard's orchard right now and try one
1: yes see i'm actually now i'm sorry you didn't put hard cider as a choice
0: man i know i should have i just
1: now thinking about that you should have yeah. put hard cider next as a fall. choice yeah. next fall and uh, i
3: you think about it cider cider you know hot cold slushy
0: bourbon if hard it's, if, it's, <laughs>
1: if it's hard cider, I'm probably not gonna bourbon it up though.
0: Yeah, ooh, I wouldn't that. recommend that. No,
1: probably not.
0: Oh, unless you can put Fireball in it, but I'm not i I'm not a. Fan well, you of have
1: that. plenty of that in the house. I do. Well, that's yeah.
0: Desiree's favorite alcoholic drink that she drinks. It's the only one that I know of, she drinks. Oh, because see, it's called Angry Balls. So.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to buy some of this because you know, and again, I've talked numerous times on this podcast is that I get the K cup apple ciders, mm-hmm. you put the bourbon in the cup, and then you run the cake cup, and then it kind of mixes it up, so it's lazy man's whatever you want to call it, but that stuff is so sweet that, like, I can only have, like, two of them, and then I'm like, I'm done. This is too sweet. This. This Eckerd Cider now. This <laughs>
0: like, this is dangerous. <laughs> Uh-oh. You've created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Saturdays are going to be more interesting. <laughs> Even more interesting than they already are. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I named this last segment the David S. Pumpkins Pumpkin Patch Facts, which I'm quite proud of that. And have you guys ever seen the David S. Pumpkins SNL? I think I have. It's I have. been I had so never seen it until today because it been I'm a loser,
1: so long ago. Is, was that Jeff Goldblum? No, it's
0: Tom Hanks. Tom
1: Hanks, that's right. <laughs> that's how long ago it's, I've heard? seen it.
0: Have you heard of that? Uh, no. It's very weird. It is. <laughs> it's, it's not even scary at all. But it's very strange. It's so dumb. It's it just, just made me like double over laughing. Yeah. But anyway, none of this has anything to do with David S. Pumpkins, although that SNL sketch does make me laugh a lot for whatever reason. But since we're at a pumpkin patch, I thought we could share a few pumpkin facts from PumpkinFacts.com. It was hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the largest pumpkin ever. Guess how much it weighed, Renee. You start. Oh, God. I don't have no idea. Uh, a 10. Megan, how much do you think it weighed? Uh, 1,200 pounds. Going
1: 2,000 pounds.
0: Uh, it weighed 1,140 pounds. Oh, okay. So, right in between Renee yeah. and Megan.
1: Come on down. You're the winner.
0: <laughs> this is Price is Right. We've lied to you this whole time. It's actually Price is Right. Um,. The largest pumpkin pie ever was over five feet in diameter and weighed over 350 pounds. It used 80 pounds of cooked pumpkin, 36 pounds of sugar, and 12 dozen eggs. Who's eating that? Uh, Not me. It took six hours to bake anyway. Who could wait for six hours? I'm not waiting that long for a pumpkin pie. Where are they going to find an oven to put that in? Uh, They probably had to build one.
1: Where are they going to find enough whipped cream to cover it?
0: That's the better (laughs) question. That's what I want to (laughs) know. Maybe maybe they'll borrow the giant skillet from the chicken festival. There you go. And use that as some sort of oven apparatus. Uh, I'm from London, so that's our claim to fame. yeah. yeah. It's the World Chicken Festival. Yeah. And then That's like how we logic that out right there. Yes, yeah. everything at all comes back to the chicken festival. Mm-hmm. Um, pumpkins were once recommended for removing freckles and curing snake bites. Mm. So, if you're wanting to get rid of your freckles, I guess you could rub some pumpkin on it. If you're wanting
1: to die from a snake bite, go <laughs> ahead.
0: <laughs> Very true. And in colonial times, pumpkins were used in the crusts of pies, not as the filling. I always thought that was interesting. I, that is weird. Um, that is weird. I don't yeah. know if I'd like it, but... That's all the pumpkin patch facts from pumpkinfacts.com.
3: <laughs> well, you can also eat every part of the pumpkin. Skin, Ooh. Skin, the whole thing. Can
1: you really? Yeah. The skin?
0: Ooh, yeah. the have stem? a lot of folks that like to eat the blooms, too.
1: Now, see, the blooms, I, I think I've heard yes, of. Yes, I did read on the same website. How do you eat the skin? Like, for real?
3: I really don't know, to be honest, but every part of the pumpkin is edible. How do you eat the stem? Yeah. I'd wow. say people put it in soup, kind of like they do. Oh. The uh, you know? There's probably uh, something in them. So this is
1: more that, for, like, a yeah. flavoring than actual eating. So, what's your all's policy on waiting for the great pumpkin?
0: <laughs> I did not know what you were ask. Yeah.
3: We're usually gone before that guy comes around. <laughs>
2: Because I've
1: been looking for a pumpkin patch.
3: Uh-huh. To wait on the yeah. great pumpkin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Well, he's never visited here. <laughs> well,
0: that's good to know. Man, I now want to watch Charlie Brown. Now you want to watch Charlie Brown. Um, I did see something that
2: scrolled across my Facebook feed, you know, whether it's true or not, because it's online. Um, but it said that there are different ways that people try to preserve their pumpkin when they cover them out for jack o and they're sitting mm-hmm. them outside and one of the things that they people said they done was like i guess coat it down with clorox mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to try to keep it the animals will come like squirrels and stuff will come and try to eat it yeah. and then it, the clorox will kill the animals so they're like please don't like do that well that's
1: horrifying
2: and so i was like well what is another option like i mean i don't I don't do that but what it would be an option yeah
3: well the young lady that works for me Kristen, she's my assistant she picked a pumpkin here and took it home and immediately put it in her house Mm -hmm. and didn't set it outside and that thing is still good a year later like every time i go to her house i peck on it because i'm like that thing's got to be soft and it is not a lot of times if the trick is storing it in a cool place obviously Mm because i mean her house is cool and um, it will eventually, the seeds and stuff will dry up in it and, hmm. you know, um, so anyway, the, the, the trick is cool, dry place and make sure you're getting a pumpkin that doesn't have any bug bites or something in the field, you know, and they, that starts them to rot, obviously. So, oh, wow.
1: so do, do you all only grow, like, cause we're talking about the different varieties of apples now mm-hmm. we're on pumpkins. Do you all grow different varieties of pumpkins? We
3: do. Yeah, for sure. We grow, um, I think there's about eight different varieties. Like this year we grew something called a Royal Blue. It's kind of one of those squatty pumpkins that you see a lot of folks stack. Um, they never turned blue, but they had a real pretty greenish-blue tint to them. Hmm. Um, we do white, n- and what we call warty. They've got the little nubbies on them or whatever. Um, oh, we, so those
1: are actually a variety that grow like yeah, that. It's not do. some kind of weird anomaly right. thing that happens to them. Right,
3: that is an Did actual Did not variety. know that. So we grow jacks, which is your standard, you know, orange pumpkin. And then we grow what we call a specialty mix. And it's got, I probably have eight to 10 varieties of specialty pumpkins. White, gourds, you know, and all of those are considered pumpkins. Squash, um, butternut squash. We grow a lot of cushals. Um They did not do real well this year, but normally we have a great crop of cushals. Um So we, we grow all kinds of different things.
1: So Yeah, because and, and, I don't think people realize how many different varieties of pumpkins are out there either, right? right. They just see the kind of one standard. Mm-hmm. And I think isn't in one of them better for cooking or baking or eating than other, than other ones?
3: There are. Of course there are. They're, the jacks aren't r- real great for that. I mean, um, we have a, what we call a spooky, which is also a pie pumpkin. Um, those are great for cooking. And some of those squatty, like the green that I was talking about, those are good for cooking with as well. And then the Kushaw, I mean, I make Kushaw pie every Thanksgiving for my dad. What is a kushaw? It is kind of got a long neck and a fat kind of belly at the bottom. Oh, okay. And they're a green and white striped. Oh, board. okay. Um, I'm sure you just as soon as you mm-hmm. Google it and look at it, you'll know what it is. But yeah, I don't um, think I knew that. That was
1: like, like I know what you're talking about, yeah, but I do not yeah. knew the formal name okay. of it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because Bangkok House in Lexington they have something called a pumpkin curry, uh-huh. and they and I have talked about it and I had yes. it last week. Ooh. oh my god but <laughs> it's not it's not they don't it's not a pumpkin spice flavor or anything like that but they put yeah. these big chunks of what i've been told is a vietnamese pumpkin uh-huh. and yeah. it's got this almost kind of like buttery flavor to it it's really good right. it's really delicious mm. um and i think i was i've also been told and again this could be total like urban legend or something <laughs> like that that they that the people who own Bang, bangkok house grow those like at their house, and then they bring them to the restaurant, museum or whatever. But they're flipping delicious.
0: Right. Nice. Cool. Cool. How I many pumpkins? Had- oh, go ahead. Okay, Here you go. Okay. How many pumpkins <laughs> do you normally like sell during the season? That it would
3: be by pounds, and I couldn't even tell you right now how many pounds we've sold this year. Um, I grow eight acres and we've sold almost eight acres worth of pumpkins oh, this nice. year yeah nice so, that's a lot it is yes yeah. it its its it has been a bigger year this year and i think it's just some of it's due to covid and people just are looking for something to do yeah. outside yeah no keeneland no ball games it's that's been a difference too yeah so <clears throat>
2: uh i had a couple of friends of mine uh-huh. got engaged here oh cool yeah uh, this is now like it popped up on my news feed it uh-huh. was six years ago Oh, cool! Um, but they got engaged here and he had spelled out will you marry me with the pumpkins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they took them home with them and they had set them outside in the flower bed and uh-huh. her in her parents flower bed well they just left them there and didn't like pick them up uh-huh. and then they started getting mushy or whatever well then of course the wedding was a year later More pumpkins grew, like they had pumpkins everywhere. Off of that, so they ended up taking those and painting them and doing stuff with them and using them as decor at At the the, at the wedding. So, yeah,
3: so that that ended up being neat. Yeah, special memories. (laughs) Yes.
2: So, one more
1: question, and I swear this is it, but I but I think this is an important question that people in their minds are probably asking, and it's not it's not even something flippant or humorous maybe i don't know anyway um so what happens with like all the leftover pumpkins and apples and kind of all that stuff in terms of like recycling or composting or putting it back into the farm or
3: so the apples stay and they kind of compost and are good for the environment around our trees um the pumpkins we take a bat wing back there and mow them over and then we plow the field over. and um, So we rotate fields. So th- where pumpkins are this year, they won't be next year. That's where our haunted hayride corn will be. Um, but we reuse the land for something else for the next year and then let it rest from growing that crop, and then we'll move it. But that's what we do with them is mow them over. and We just, you know.
1: Return them to the earth from yep, whence they that's came. That's
2: right. right. yeah. That's awesome. cool. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well this has been really fun. We have
2: learned a lot of stuff We today. really have. I thought I knew more than what I did. Now I feel I, realize I knew nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's fun to spend the day at the farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it totally is. yeah,
1: Yeah, I have great memories growing up yeah. in northern Kentucky. In northern Kentucky, we used to always go to McGlasson's uh-huh. um, up there and do all that apple picking and pumpkins and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah,
0: yeah it's a good time. It is a good time. Yeah, yeah. nice. Well, thanks for coming on with us well, again, thank Megan. You for thank, coming out. Thank yeah, this is
2: awesome. This. And yeah. the slushies. And yes, we're thank you. Go the slushies
1: and the donuts, and yes. we're going to go buy stuff in yes. the downstairs mm-hmm. in the store and look yes. around and. Yeah. Takes the pictures
0: yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: well, I've enjoyed the afternoon with you ladies. Oh,
0: thanks. We have too. Where can yes. we find you online for the orchard and stuff?
3: It's Eckerts.com backslash for sales. Okay. Um, we are also Eckerts Orchard on Facebook. Um, and you have to make sure that you're looking for Eckerts Orchard and Eckerts.com backslash for sales. That gets you to our website and not the other Eckerts websites. And
1: that's E C K. E R right. T S T just one T. See, I would have spelled it yeah. with two.
3: Just one. Okay, wrong. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
1: Sarah. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. Um, well, you can find our podcast um, on Twitter and Instagram at hungryky. You can find our podcast everywhere where fine podcasts are found. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say the free word. You just did. Well, I didn't say it in that string of other words. Don't. don't. <laughs> she's claiming the phrase. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. patent I, pending. Patent pending. Patent yes. pending. All right. Um, you can send us an email at at gmail.com. We have new episodes every other week. Renee, where you can you find our blog?
2: Uh, our website of our blog is bbneeds.com and on Twitter, it's needs, And then Facebook and Instagram, we are under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, the whole name.
0: Awesome. And where do we find you at, Carrie?
1: Well, first of all, I can't believe that you didn't rub it in my face that you're on Amazon and I'm still
0: not. Oh, yeah. We're on Amazon and Girls Beer Sports is not.
1: (laughs) So, but if you're interested in being entertained on a Saturday afternoon, you can find Girls Beer Sports and me and my beer and my college football Twitter nonsense at GRLS Beer Sports. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify. We're on a bunch of other places. We accept Amazon. Come on. Amazon quit making a liar out of me when I say we are everywhere that good podcasts are free
0: (laughs) all right well thanks again for listening to Hungry Kentucky and as always stay hungry Kentucky